resistance goes to whatever it is you want the most. It is whatever the exact move that is going to grow you, to expand you, to get the results you're actually looking for, that is where resistance flows and goes to because it's trying to stop you and keep you small and keep you from progressing. This is the Josh Moxie Journey. Ladies and gentlemen, today is June 30th, 2019, which means it's the last day of June. Today's Reflections 51. My name is Josh Moxie. I am an aspiring entrepreneur documenting my journey on a week of all the time, actually. But this series is called Reflections, and Reflections is a weekly series in which I get on camera after I'm done reflecting on my week every Sunday, and then I get on camera to share the highlights of my week, what I learned challenges I experienced, what worked, what didn't, lessons I experienced, etc. In the process, it is my goal to document number one, and then number two, bring you the end listener, the end watcher, some value, things you can apply, mindsets you can use, life hacks, and uh, hopefully you can learn through my experiences. That is the main goal. And of course, as well, the experiences that I'm learning from at the same time, if that makes any sense. Uh, Yeah. I'm excited for this week. I have a shit ton to cover. Hopefully I do it in a fast, effective way because I'm finding, I think like last week it's a little bit long or whatever, but we'll see. And also two more things. Number one, camera angle is a little bit different. I'm just experimenting with something. And as for a stand, it's hooked up to my desk right now. And I've also got my cold brew, which I'm fucking loving. And uh, let's get into today's episode. What's been on my mind? Auditing myself has been very top of mind. I've been thinking a ton about like what's working for me, what's not, what am I motivated by, what are my true intentions, um, are my goals the way they should be. I'm honestly just like auditing everything right now. Um, I'm also analyzing what is worth cha- what is worth taking with me in the future and what is worth leaving in the past. Because in order to evolve, in order for me to evolve and to continue my evolution. I can't take certain people, I can't take certain beliefs, I can't take certain actions, certain resources, certain ways and habits and routines. I can't, there's certain things that have to change in order for me to attain the next level of my life that I desire. So it's just like a matter of like, what's worth taking, what's worth leaving in the past. Rethinking my entire life is uh, another way of putting it. I just feel like so much is being taken back right now and just, yeah, there's going to be a lot of change in coming. I can, I'm already in the process of doing that. Unconscious competence. The amount of stuff that I do unconsciously is hilarious. We all do this, but because I'm taking the time to try to explain my life and the way things work and hopefully bring value in the process, like with my content specifically I'm thinking about and my constant journey of self-awareness and value self-evaluation and hacking myself and a million different things. I am, I am forced to bring a lot of stuff from unconscious competence to conscious competence so I can hopefully teach people of what to do and what not to do. But it's just funny how much of these things we do completely autopilot and we have no fucking idea that we're doing. And there's a million things that I'm doing right now that I just don't know. Um, There's also a shit ton that I do know. So I'm grateful that I take a lot of time to learn learn a lot about myself. What were my favorite wins?
So as this week has been a, a big step back and evaluation of myself and my entire life really, um, and just rethinking so many different things and my just like every aspect of my life really. But um, where I was going with this is I ended up doing things like making a lot of lists of things uh, that have worked in the past, what are the common denominators, what is truly motivating me right now, what are my intentions, what are my desires, what's what's burning in me the most right now, what, um, what can I use going forward, that type of stuff. Like there was a ton of shit like that. Um, what's worked in the past and what hasn't worked in the past, what have I, or what is ideal to implement in terms of habits, routines, rituals, and stuff like that, that will be required to raise me to the next level. A whole ton of shit like this. I've also, I also did a massive fucking mind dump of every single thing that was eating at me. Um, things that I have to do, things that I committed to, but I failed at and didn't confront um, a shit ton of open loops that I didn't properly sit down and close. Um, just a million things like this. And in the process of this, I actually discovered something called ClickUp. And Click, ClickUp is a, a project management software. It's kind of like a competitor to Trello and Asana, except partially yeah on like frat thursday was it thursday i think it was thursday or friday anyways i discovered ClickUp as i was just looking for like alternative to trello i was just getting a little bit bored of the way trello is and ClickUp is just incredible it is so clean it is so beautiful um things are so much more organized and effective the way the the additional features are set up and just like the whole the structure of the way the boards are set up, well, they're not called boards in this anymore, but the way the Trello boards are set up compared to with the way ClickUp is set up, um, the secrecy or the partial secrecy is beautiful. Um, I just can't say enough good things like the, the, the way the checklists are even set up and the, the subtasks. Um, there's just too many things, man. It's fucking incredible. I'm so excited about this. But anyways, I went fucking full out deep dive and really got to learn the basics of ClickUp. And just like, I was fucking obsessed with it. It was so good to see myself get obsessed with something like this because I was honestly really fucking scared that I'd, I couldn't get obsessed with something in a productive sense. Like I've just, it's just been a while since I've been truly obsessed with something that isn't like music and stuff like that. And I, when I say truly obsessed, I'm talking about um, going on like a full tilt days. Like I was just, this is all consuming for, for days on end that I was just like, wow, this is absolutely incredible that I can do, do this type of thing with something that is productive in nature, purposeful in nature, that is aligned with my vision. Because I feel like very resistant to doing that with... Moxie Energetics, NIMSEM, and all these things that have a lot of pressure. So anyways, that was just great to see that. But anyways, I'm glad I did the basics for that. That felt absolutely incredible. Uh, I also biked four times, hit my fastest pace today worth 30 minutes, 10K. I think that's correct. And um, yeah, lots of other wins too. Actually, had a, for, for a strange type of week where I was just resetting and stuff like that and just analyzing and restructuring my whole life. And by the way, I forgot to mention with the, the mind dump, I am putting everything into my life in check in click up right now. And it feels fucking incredible. I was, I overwhelmed the shit out of myself when I tried to do that in Trello, 
But I think it's a little bit different with ClickUp. The way it's like specified, the spaces, the lists, or sorry, the folders, then the lists. I just feel like it could be di a little bit different this time. It might not be. I might end up looking back and being like, yo, you're a fucking idiot for taking like two days off of, of uh, being serious and just like focusing purely on ClickUp. But man, it, if it is right, I end up being incredibly, uh, incredibly rewarded for it long term. What worked? Cold brew first thing in the morning. Cold brew is absolutely insane. I'm loving it so much right now. I've experimented with a shit ton of different variations. Not shit ton, three actually. Um, that what I'm liking best right now is six. If I want to just drink it straight up and not have to dilute it at all, six tablespoons of grinds to eight cups of coffee. Let that sit for like 24 hours. Drink that shit. It's fucking beautiful. Another good alternative is uh, making a super strong pot, which is eight eight uh, cups of water and like 1.5 cups of coffee grains. Obviously, these are finely grained, by the way, just to make that, and just in case you're copying my recipe, um, doing that and then treating it almost like a shot. Like I had, I just added in this cup, which is now empty and I'm feeling fucking cracked out of hell right now, which is uh, not the best for reflections, but it is what it is. I'm just going to roll with it now and just embrace. But pouring just like a tiny bit in, um, tiny bit being like maybe a third of a cup or a quarter of a cup and then filling the rest of the water and then I'll be golden with that. By the way, I have a huge fucking cup in case that isn't clear. So be cautious when you're following those type of measurements, but you basically treat it like a, an espresso shot. I was learning from my mom this morning. Um, so anyways, liking that, loving having it first thing because it's not a lot of work. I just go down and pour instead of having to sit around for like 10 minutes and do the coffee shit. You just do it fast. You can even have a glass like I did sometimes this week. I had poured the glass the night before, set it on my desk, and then first thing, as soon as I wanted to wake up, first off, drink my water. But after I'm done drinking my water, chug this fucking beautiful coffee, and then I can. I had to stay up. I don't have a choice. I can't go back to bed. And as for uh, sleep schedule, by the way, that also worked. Um, being patient with myself in terms of not trying to beat myself up if I don't fall asleep right away, but um, I put 11 p.m. on my list for for my power list in terms of going to bed, and that actually worked quite well. I ended up missing, I think, twice accidentally, but other than that, I think I did a pretty good job of consistently going to bed at around there. I uh, And then I, my body started quickly figuring out, okay, he's actually trying to go to bed at 11 p.m., and then my body would adjust, and I'd wake up actually earlier than 7, 7 a.m., and... Uh, You've caught me in the past with 5 a.m., like trying to wake up at 5 a.m., right? But just giving myself, not trying to beat myself up in regards to waking up a little bit later. And 7 a.m. has felt good. I'd like to get back to 6 a.m., 5 a.m., but as of right now, it is progress in the right direction as I try to return myself to where I was before ever after. Taking a phone break from Thursday until present, which actually might continue until tomorrow, actually, but overall, just like, I felt that I was too hectic. Um, I felt I needed to take a step back and then just like, it was so much better that I wasn't on my phone so I could allow myself to get fucking obsessed with ClickUp during that point. And I'm glad I did that. It's also just a nice reset from life and social people and social media and all that shit. So, felt good.
Using examples from ClickUp use cases and Trello inspiration to help me understand the concepts better and look for ways of better applying them in my real life. Uh, for me, I like to hear the concept. So in ClickUp, ClickUp's example, when I was learning it, I like to hear about the concept and then immediately look for use cases because I, can, I like hearing about the idea of things, but as soon as I can see real life examples of how people are applying it, it much, I can much easier wrap my head around how to use it, how it works, etc. So for me, just immediately seeking examples and use cases is for me the best way to learn. So I do this thing called a rave tracker, which is basically any festivals or shows. I try to do my best to plug in the sets that I experienced at that show or festival. And then from there, I kind of give like a little bit of detail, a little bit of summary of the set, what I thought about it, how I felt, etc. any worthy of notes. But I used to put a number to rate the set out of 10. I've discontinued that. I like, it's just silly as fuck because I ended up just trying to beat my old sets and then out of sets that are too high rated in the past and I didn't agree with them anymore. So it's just a clusterfuck. I ended up treating it way too competitively, but it's art. It's supposed to be, it's not supposed to be rated on a fucking numerical scale. It's supposed to be subjective. And of course that is subjective, but it's just like, I don't want to tie numbers to art. I just want to leave it as music and just let it be. And I obviously can still remember how I experienced, what I thought of it because I have a good memory and how I felt and how much I enjoyed it. But I don't necessarily need to give it a, an 8.1 or a 9.6 and like anything in between, like it just doesn't matter. And of course that's cited as well, but it's just like, fuck the numbers for that. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Eating two huge meals. This in the past has actually worked quite well, but recently it's not working the way it should anymore. I'm ending up so fucking full after this first meal, especially. So for example, I'll eat or I'll have a, um, a mango smoothie and then I'll have two cans of tuna with 12 crackers and I'll have a mochaccino as well, or just call them mocha actually, no chino. And then I am so fucking full after I just want to lay down, sit down. I don't want to do anything. I might want to like watch something to learn, but like I'm not pumped to act and that's problematic. So I want to go back to three meals again. It is a little bit annoying because it might take a little bit more time, but if I can do it in a way where I don't care too much about temperature and I can do things in a faster way, I might be able to pull it off. It is a little bit annoying in that aspect, but aside from that, I want to go back to that because I, I get so full and then my brain is like, eat more. It's actually fucked. Like, and that is also a big cause of me overeating right now is I eat too big of meals and then my, and then ego, if you will, whispers to me, eat more. It's just, it's problematic. So going back to three meals would be super fucking helpful. And also on the overeating bit, as soon as alcohol is introduced, it seems to be the worst time for overeating. And as well, the whole like huge meal type of thing with the two meals, I feel like that stretches my stomach. So I'm almost like wanting more when I don't eat a ton. I've noticed like a lot this week that I find myself not enjoying things to the highest degree. There's only like a small bit. Like I want to just max out every fucking meal instead of just like having maybe some some eggs instead of just some eggs. My brain is like, yo, let's have eggs, toast, fucking, uh, let's have a smoothie on top of that. Maybe some chocolate milk on the side. Oh, let's also have a Twix bar. Like just 
it's so overcomplicated right now. I can't just have just some eggs, but I'm gonna train myself to get better at this. I also really should do some energetic work on this type of challenge because it's just silly. Like it logically should not happen, but it's occurring. It's also building a ton of empathy for me in terms of people who struggle to lose weight and and just constantly put more weight on. I'm like, oh my God, I, I get it guys. Like this is, this is a fucking grind sometimes. <laughs> so a lot of empathy towards them. Low on iron. This is really fucking me up right now. I'm getting super lightheaded in certain situations. Like last night I got up head to the railing and I had to grab onto the fucking railing because I was about to, I, I could have fallen over, which is scary. So that's not the most ideal thing of all time to happen. And so I'm just gonna do a better job of integrating more iron in my diet, um, especially through things like spinach, um, a little bit of pumpkin seeds, uh, red meat if I recall correctly also contains more iron, things like that, and also the supplements for iron as well and potentially some vitamin B12. Yeah. Too many things added in this list of what didn't work and then not enough changes on what didn't work. Um, there's like, a, there's a bunch of points that you guys have heard a million times, such as um, vision not top of mind, um, didn't work enough on certain things, lots of just random shit like this. So what the actionable I found is put things in their perspective or their respective aspects of, of ClickUp. What are they called? Spaces? Yeah. Put things in their perspective, spaces, folders, lists, etc., and actually apply urgent labels. And then hopefully it all gets done. <laughs> I'm really scared. This is literally just a band-aid solution, like ClickUp. And, uh, and I might just be shooting myself in the foot because I find it within myself, I can get so obsessed with certain things and then they end up just being band-aid solutions to underlying more important problems because wherever you go, there you are. And sometimes it's not a software that's gonna solve it. It has to be the software within that is actually fixed. And yeah, so that's worthy of note. And completely related to that, following systems on Trello. I have not done a good job with this. And now with my move to Trello, or not my, with my move to Trello, my move to ClickUp, I'm hoping that a lot of this shit is solved. Though, I've gotta be cautious because it might just be a Band-Aid solution. So I've gotta actually sit down and address what hasn't worked and make sure I'm fixing that within these new systems I'm introducing within ClickUp. For me, like the way I'm structuring everything and the yeah, that basically that the way I structure everything and making sure I'm actually introducing real solutions rather than just band-aid solutions. I felt like a really shitty quote unquote CEO. I don't even know if I want to call myself a CEO, but I just don't think I did a good job at all of leading Moxie Energetics this week. It was just garbage. I'm not going to try to sit here and overly judge myself because that's not going to be helpful, but I've got to keep myself accountable and consistently mentioning this on a almost like weekly basis it feels, does a good job because it hurts. It doesn't feel great, but it's this back and forth and eventually I will, it'll hurt bad enough where I decide to change. So on a week to week basis though, it's good to keep myself in check and make sure I'm not bullshitting you guys and just telling you what the fuck is actually up. I, what else? Yep, yeah, I fucking sucked at even like staying uh, accountable to, 8 a.m. meetings, for example, and 
just didn't do a good job of, of scheduling things properly, of sticking to things, of prioritizing. Um, yeah. I'm really hoping this ClickUp shit's going to help, man. Really hoping. Because everything is going to be in there. Everything. I'm very, very intrigued to see what, what actually happens. Also asking myself, what would I do or what would the best CEO version of myself do? And looking at myself and changing my self-image around that and becoming that type of person. So we'll see how that goes. I'm also especially not trying to judge myself, by the way, because this was my week of just like resetting, taking a step back. So, but on a normal week, there would be like a lot more accountability, a lot more um, harshness, if you will. But also just, again, equally not trying to judge myself. It's like this fucking fine balance between accountability and judgment. Having a badge of honor around not consuming motivation or inspiration. Fucking stupid. It makes the journey so much fucking easier when you have motivation and inspiration on your side. Uh, of course, reverse engineer, or not reverse engineer, of course, pull from your vision in terms of inspiration first and foremost and your whys and your goals and metrics and all that shit that does inspire you in, a, in an internal sense. But at the same time, some motivational video can help you improve your perspective in a given moment and just put down the fucking badge and make it make your journey easier by allowing yourself to consume some motivation and inspiration. I've struggled with this, but fuck that badge. It's stupid. Let's make it easier on ourselves, not harder, because that's self-sabotage at its finest. What were my biggest lessons? If a task is not in some sort of system for getting things done for me, it's probably not gonna happen. I was noticing within myself Things have to be on a like power list, a Trello board, a Kanban system, um, uh, a, another sort of like Trello board or whatever, um, a to-do list, a mental list, uh, a physical to-do, like just some sort of list. I need it inside of my mind. I need it to work through some sort of flow and I, I need it to be small enough that I can actually do it. Um, I can't, it can't be too big. There's just like a whole bunch of random shit I was learning about myself, but the whole point is I need it to be top of mind. I need a like open, closed type of process, meaning like done or not done. Um, and ideally prioritize as well. But there's just like, I need things in my fucking space, in my mind, my mental space. I need to be able to access it because if it's unconscious, I can't fucking do it. And that's like the, been the big problem and why I took the time to do that huge fucking mind dump is because there were so many open end, open loops and loose ends that were just eating at me. So I can't get them done if I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. So having them all in one, in not in one place, but well, that is part of why ClickUp is so awesome. But anyways, having them all accessible in their respective things, categorized, organized, etc., is fucking incredible. Very excited for this. Just because you're experiencing resistance does not mean it's not for you. So for me, with specifically where I'm applying this in my life right now is with entrepreneurship. Um, people outside could be like, yo, this isn't working. You should probably do something new. And of course, I will do new things within entrepreneurship. But to conclude that I should not go towards entrepreneurship because I am resistant to it or I'm resistant to it on a conscious level. And I'm just like, I'm basically just like in my own way. Um, I'm letting ego run a lot of the show around this shit and creating a lot of obstacles in my own way. But this shows me that this is actually the right place to go because I could go in a different area and then I'd be like, fuck, I never figured out that entrepreneurship thing. 
and it actually might follow me in a different area because what this really is, is this is just attachment to the success of entrepreneurship. This is literally just like, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking about the obstacle is the way. This right here is what I should be doing. And this is the ego's way of trying to protect itself from and trying to sabotage me from doing what I really should be doing. In the war of art, for example, resistance goes to whatever it is you want the most. It is whatever the exact move that is going to grow you, to expand you, to get the results you're actually looking for, that is where resistance flows and goes to because it's trying to stop you and keep you small and keep you from progressing. So for me, that is it's, that is its way of showing me that I am doing the right thing by continuing at this and I just have to continue doing it and do the things that I know that I should be doing. Of course, apply new things and experiment with different stuff and uh, learn from my mistakes, learn what's working, what's not. But at the same time, just keep fucking going with this because I also can't live with the idea of what if, if I just decide to like quit one day, but I just can't like entrepreneurship. It's just, there's something about it. I'll eventually figure this all the fuck out, but uh, for the time being, I'll just have to keep going and uh, say fuck you to anyone who tries to get me to quit, including resistance. <laughs> this book does not claim to be an account of facts and events, but of personal experiences. That is the opening line for man's search for meaning, and that really resonated with me. What I love about that is it's not, it's like a way of being authoritative within your own life and your own experience. Um, it also reminds me of what Gary Vaynerchuk says, which is, this is not right in general, this is right for me. And I feel that's very true and applicable towards my own content as well. Um, I am not trying to be an authority or tell you how things are the way it should be. I am just telling you what my truth is and hopefully that brings you some value in the process. And uh, I'm also trying to document and just have everything on wax and trying to be as historically correct as possible because that leads to authority long term um, and a million other things. Why? But I just thought that was a great way of putting it because we just become an authority of our own reality. You can't disagree with me because this is just my experience. I love that. It's just a massive air cover for the whole idea of like documenting as well because until we have the results, we can't really speak in an authoritative way. When looking to understand something about yourself, look backwards to look forwards. So in my case, um, I'm gonna specifically talk about motivation. I was looking at what inherently motivates me, meaning what, in, in this specific example, what tasks do I do without needing any external motivation? I kind of just do them um, and I love them and like, why am I doing that type of thing? And what makes them work? So I was looking for common denominator. And by the way, before I continue with this, the equally with this type of balance of this looking back to look forward, also remember the world is always changing. You are always changing. So things that were true in the past might not necessarily be true now, but it's still an interesting like way of collecting data and then you can do what you want with the data after you can discard it you can be like oh shit this is this was true it's not true anymore but just keep that in mind with this so i was looking at the list of of like things and trying to extract common denominators of what was working between them all and for example my list for what was or things that were uh i was inherently motivated to do 
things like working out, recording content, listening to podcasts, um, lifting weights, uh, listening to dubstep, and the, a bunch of other things. But what I realized from it is uh, a few things. Number one, the result is guaranteed if I do the task. Number two, I love the feeling it gives me either during the task or shortly after. Number three, I've experienced the feeling that the action gives me enough that I know it's going to occur when I do the, do the task. Number four, I feel like I'm growing, learning, evolving from it. And number five, I just enjoy the process. So I strongly encourage you to do that with your own life. When you're trying to figure out something about yourself, look backwards at the past, try to outline patterns and key concepts that you've applied across various aspects of your life, and then use those to apply in your future. And uh, I hope that brings some value to you. Use your subconscious to give you answers to the most important question. I got this from Josh Waitzkin and as well, and this is something I've been applying subconsciously for quite some time, but he just put some nice distinctions on it that I thought were very fucking useful. Number one, so after you're done your work day, ask yourself the most important question. And, and then from there, ponder it and make sure it's like really revolving. It's, it's taken the time to plant itself in your subconscious. You can do this through writing, you can do this through thinking. I prefer writing the most. Number three, um, give it time. Like, don't think about it. Just let your subconscious go to work and just allow that solving process to occur. Don't try to interfere with it too much. Just allow. Okay. Number four, after you've given it some time, whether that's a break or a sleep, take the time to before any input. Okay. So like no news, no fucking social media in that area type of thing before any input then take the time to brainstorm and journal on whatever the question was and you'll come up with some fucking golden answers. I applied this a couple times this week and it worked phenomenally well. I used it also a ton when I was building internalized. Like it was actually a complete lifesaver. So look for ways you can apply that in your own life and ask yourself multiple questions as well if you want to go a little bit crazy. That might be bad advice though. So <laughs> figure out what exactly works best for you with this whole idea of commanding things to your subconscious asking your asking questions to the universe, your brain, however you want to look at it, doesn't matter. All that matters is you get the answers that you're looking for. I realized how much of a freak I become in a great way. I just become super fucking obsessed as soon as I know something is going to positively impact a ton of areas of my life and absolutely change it for the better. Like this was why I was so obsessed with lists for a long time. This was why I was obsessed with internalize. This was why I was obsessed with a whole host of things in the past, thoughts as well. I could just see the benefit and the positive impact it was going to have when the result occurred. And I, I felt the exact same thing with ClickUp this week, but I realized how important it is, this idea of having a very clear vision picture that I'm looking at and uh, I can see how many areas of my life it impacts in a positive way and that's how I become so fucking obsessed and a freak of nature. Another huge aspect of that, by the way, is because I can see the guaranteed result. I know if I do X, Y, Z, I'm going to get A, B, C. It's not fucking, there's nothing in between. It's just guaranteed. And that's why I become a fucking obsessive motherfucker sometimes. What challenges did I experience? Unsure if I should make my website for joshmoxie.com, keep it with the custom code I already made, or turn it into a Squarespace website. I'm fucking torn, 
My, I, my development side of me wants me to do custom code and continue with that. Challenges, my art, the way the articles and blogs are set up is so much more complicated and it requires so much more work and it's a complete headache and I don't want to invest a ton of time into that. And at the same time, if I go the Squarespace route, it's a lot easier, but I can't really do much on the code side and I want to make things a fucking, I want to make things beautiful. I want to make, I want to be able to work on cool things and Maybe it's that I have like a custom subdomain, if you will, meaning uh, something abcwebsite.joshmoxie.com. I don't know what to do, but I, all I know is I want to have a what, personal website again. And I just haven't, I just I feel like I've left it down for like eight months or something stupid. Anyways, it's frustrating. I want to get us up to date. I want to, I want it to be live again, but I just don't know what to do. And I'm, Business has to be prioritized over coding. Um, the coding side of me is like, come on, Josh, like, don't not code a website. Don't use these fucking tools, but it just might be the right move to do so. And that's tough for me. But it's not the end of the world. I have to remember that. Trying to find all of the new releases in Dubstep. It's fucking annoying. I wish I just had a, a playlist of all of the new releases on my favorite artists, my favorite labels, and yeah, I just wish it was all there. But it's all like complicated. I have to like make sure I'm following a certain artist and I make a song late. I love just new music. I wish it was just like a playlist or a stream of everything new in the correct date to added order and I could completely customize it. That would be incredible. Don't exactly know how to do that. Maybe I'll figure it out with an Apple Music or not. No fucking clue. Poor sentence structure, grammar, and really just English in general. I am not the best at English. I have not ever been very great at English since like, I don't know, maybe like grade six or whatever. Um, I've been pretty fucking average, honestly, ever since. And the amount of time I'm trying right now to spend on trying to correct this, like I rewrite so many sentence structures because I want to improve, I want to get better. Um, the way I'm speaking, um, there are so many aspects. Uh, also using lazy words such as things and stuff and then defaulting into patterns of word choices and phrase choices that are just like lazy as fuck. These things are not great. So I've, I'm trying to do a better job of improving every area of my English right now. And yeah, I also have a ton of insecurity around this just because of lack of education on a formal sense. So it's like, I just, I really wish people would think I'm smart, honestly. And even as I say that, I'm like, I don't actually really care that much. Like if people want to think I'm dumb, please be my guest because I would love if you slept on me because I'm going to make you look fucking silly if you do. Anyways, <laughs> that's enough of that. Where did I grow the most? Belief that I can be obsessed with something that's purposeful. As I talked about early, earlier in this episode, I, uh, I'm, I was scared that I could not be obsessed again without something or with something that was for a greater cause, purpose, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And being able to be obsessed with something like ClickUp again, which is like, yes, I can do this. I can apply this in different areas and I can be obsessed upon the right things again. Um, so that felt incredible. Related to that, understanding the basics of the basics of ClickUp, I grew a ton in there. 
Um, it was so complicated to understand the hierarchy, the way that things are set up from team to spaces to folders to list to tasks to subtasks slash checklists. That took a little bit. I'm still not 100% there, but I've just got a much deeper foundation now and I will continue to and continue to add on that. And uh, just, I'm excited for ClickUp. If you haven't, if you can't tell by now, I've literally talked about it like 10 separate times, I think this episode so far. Doing Sunday fasts for the entire day. Like last week, which was after reflections, obviously, I did a 40 hour fast, which was challenging. Anyways, I'm glad that I stuck with it. It's, it's helping me grow on burning calories. It's helping me be more disciplined because I do super want to eat. I want to eat today. I would love to eat tacos and chocolate and a bunch of other shit today, but I, I'm sticking with this because I have to. It's a must. I want to stay at lower body fats. I've got to do things that are not comfortable and uh, I love eating, but what I love more is low body fat percentage, period, end of story. This cleanse of my entire life right now, like it is not the best timing by any means, but it feels like the right thing to fucking do, to lay the proper foundation because if the proper foundation is not laid in, in like my entire life sense, things start to crumble and it just becomes a life you don't want to live. So taking the step, taking the time to step back and just analyze everything and confront a bunch of things, um, it's been worth it. It's been definitely worth it. It's gonna change a lot of things going forward. I'm intrigued to see how it all plays out. What am I obsessed with right now? I'm obsessed with chocolate right now. Holy fucking shit. It is so tasty. I love dark chocolate with pretzel, but actually what I love the most is really Twix and Twix and then Hershey's or cookies and cream. Oh my God, those things are fucking incredible. I love food just in general right now. I'm obsessed with all good tasting things. Even if they're like unhealthy right now, I'm really not in the mood to care that much. What I care about right now is just eating deliciousness. So that can lead to some dangerous places real fast, but it's just the truth of what I'm obsessed with. Making everything a to-do. I just know like I'm much more motivated to do something and much more excited about making something happen if I know there's a direct actionable and then tie it to it and then an end result long term. But I just like the idea of moving things across my to-do list or my Kanban system or in this case, my ClickUp uh, lists. How the fuck do I say this? Is it... Yeah, it's just complicated the way I'm thinking. Yeah, I think it is list. Anyways, I'm just... I love the idea of making everything actionable and systemizing everything in my life right now and putting everything into ClickUp. I'm obsessed with fucking ClickUp right now. And that's like another point I wrote down here, which is just like, yeah, cleaning and organizing my whole life step by step. And as well as like ClickUp and integrating every aspect of my life into this fucking software and trying to just make everything a to-do, make everything an actionable, make everything an open loop that I can either confront or close or act on and make sure they are properly set up so that I can act and I'm not um, I'm not stopped by 
whatever has stopped me in the past, I do have more things to confront in that aspect. But just overall, just like I'm fucking obsessed with trying to put everything in my life into this fucking app and I'm praying that it works because if it doesn't, it's going to look fucking hilarious. But anyways, it doesn't, doesn't matter if it doesn't work, but it's just, I'm, I love the idea of making everything a system and a to-do and getting shit done. Reflections 51 complete. I am so high on caffeine right now. I really should not have drank that extra little bit and uh, But I did and uh, tried to do my best to rock it um, I ended up already recording this outro and I close I went to check on the fucking video and see how long it was and I'm like, oh fuck It's black screen, which means like it turned off or died. It fucking died Anyways, I was so grateful because it literally died like as soon as I was done obsessed, so I didn't have to, I don't have to record anything, but I, I was so scared. I'm like, fuck, when did it die? And I was also not sure if the video processed properly. Um, anyways, we're good, thankfully. And, uh, anyways, I appreciate you so much watching this video and or listening to this audio, however you consumed it. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to come hang out with me and hopefully it was super fucking useful. That is my goal to, in the process of documenting, bring you as much value as I can, bring you mindsets, tactics to apply, and hopefully you can learn from my experiences and my lessons and all that jazz. So if you like this type of content, do me a favor and subscribe, join me, and let's hang out more often. You can do that through Josh Moxie, um, my YouTube. You can do that through facebook.com slash Josh Moxie or through my podcast, The Josh Moxie Journey, available on basically everything except for Spotify right now, but it will be on Spotify in the future. As well, if you like this episode, please do me a favor, like it, comment your favorite takeaway, and share it with a friend who you think might be interested in this type of thing, or maybe share a point with them if there was a specific point in this episode that really piqued your interest and maybe they should hear it. Anyways, um, as always, my name is Josh Moxie. Thank you so much for watching and listening, and I will catch you later.